Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Alternative Facts Podcast. My name's Chris Payne. I'm your host. This is a show, weekly podcast on Billboard.com, where we talk about alternative music. So what does alternative music mean? Well, honestly, it's something that I'm always kind of figuring out as I go. It's a lot of different genres. Could be rock music, could be punk, could be metal, could be emo music, can be like alternative R&B, weird electronic music. Can even touch on pop sometimes, and that's what this week's podcast is going to be doing. We're going on to the pop side of alternative music, where alts and pop meet, alt pop, if you will. This week, we're talking about Halsey. Big week for her. Her album is out tomorrow. Hopeless Fountain Kingdom is finally live. I know if you're a big Halsey fan, this has been a major thing in your world for some time now. So rest assured, the album is finally coming out. And for this week's podcast, I devoted it all to Halsey. wanted to bring you a lot of inside stuff that really only Billboard can give you about what's gone into this album, how it's going to do commercially, if it's going to have hit songs, Is it going to be bigger than Badlands? Is there going to be a single that becomes bigger than New Americana? And really wanted to just get inside the mind of Halsey, figure out what makes her tick, talk to someone who actually knows Halsey pretty well and goes back pretty far with her and had a big hand in helping her out early in her career. So I'm really excited for this episode. I learned a whole lot. And... uh, So we're going to start off here with an interview with Kevin Rutherford from Billboard Charts Department. If you've listened to Alternative Facts before, you've heard him. If not, you're in for a treat. Kevin is really, really on top of things. He's going to tell us some inside stuff from inside the Billboard Charts Department about how Hopeless Fountain Kingdom and its singles are looking week one and beyond that. So here we go. Kevin, what can you tell me about Halsey? What can I tell you about Halsey? She's probably going to sell a lot of albums, because she did last time. She so. really did. <laughs> she went platinum, no features. That's right. That's right. She, this, she, can't, she can't do that again. Exactly. Not, not, not with this album, at least. Not with this one. Not with this one. Is there any more than just uh, Lauren from Fifth Harmony? There are. There are more? Okay, I couldn't remember. I, I haven't looked at the track list in a bit, <laughs> frankly. But, uh, but yeah, she's not going to do it this time, but uh, she's still going to sell a lot of albums, it sounds like, in the, you know. Good for her, I suppose. So at this juncture, what can you say about how you think the album's going to do? Sales-wise, it's going to be number one. What can you share? Mm. Yeah, so it's it's tough to say completely so far because um, the album 
is not out yet. It's coming out this Friday. Uh, and we, since it's not like a huge, humongous, big, like sometimes with like giant albums, like something like a Katy Perry type, let's say, for instance, or a Metallica even, you might get some pre-order numbers beforehand that we kind of get fed to us um, in the charts department that we might be able to say, oh, okay, well, it's sold this many pre-orders and like that. So that gives us kind of an idea, maybe. Haven't heard anything on Halsey's front yet, but um, let's put it this way. The last album, which came out, I think, in it was September of, of 2015. It was somewhere in that era. Area uh, sold 97,000 that first week alone, and that's really good considering back then she wasn't necessarily. She certainly wasn't the household name she is now. I think even back then she might have had like a single alternative radio, New Americana, and that was about it. So being able to do that in like two years ago. You tend to think that uh, six figures might be a, uh, a, maybe not a safe bet, but it would seem to make sense because she's only gotten bigger since then. I mean, she had the song with the Chainsmokers Closer. That's one of the biggest songs on the Hot 100 pretty much ever, not just of the past like year. And uh, she's got a single right now, Now or Never, that's doing fairly well too. So, you know, not even putting streaming equivalents into the equation, it seems like it's going to do fairly well. And, uh, don't think there's really necessarily anything coming out that week that's going to be on that level. So it seems like number one is a pretty good possibility. Can't say for sure yet, but uh, she's off to a good start, I think. Yeah, and with Now or Never, is this one still growing? Like, How big a hit do you think this can become? Uh, it could be a huge hit, I think. So I there's mean, still a lot of yeah, room for growth. Yeah, and that, that's something. Uh, there was a story that ran on uh, Billboard.com about a month ago that Jason Lipschitz wrote, and it was a, a story kind of about orating in probably a more succinct, better way than I just did, how uh, Halsey kind of moved from that alternative to that pop sort of realm in terms of radio. And um, even back then, he interviewed a couple different people, some people from the label, some radio folks, etc., who even back then were saying, this just feels like a hit, it really feels like something. And it felt like there was like really a, maybe not a perfect storm, but like, you know, okay, so she had the first couple singles did decent she had closer that was inescapable and you know also was on the um the 50 shades darker soundtrack so she stuck around too it wasn't like you know we just heard halsey on closer cl- cl- closer rather and that was it it was like you know she, she was around she was around and then this song comes out you know this is like okay well this is the first okay so we've had the success here we've had the success here let's let's go for it let's go for top 40 and um it helps that it's a good song too and it helps that it's a song that sounds very much like something you would expect to hear on that format these days you know it's not it's not doing anything too weird it's not doing something like let's say for instance the the lead lord single green light which i think is a great song um but also wasn't necessarily sounding a whole lot like what's going on at top 40 radio at the time, and I think because of that, it didn't necessarily perform up to the standards I think a lot of people expected. Whereas now or never really does, I think, sound like a song that you could hear on top forty. I don't know if you agree, but like it seems. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when I heard, I was like, "All right, I would have liked to hear something a little bit edgier from Halsey, but this will at least keep her doing well in the pop game." It sounds like a Rihanna song. Yeah, yeah, you know, a Rihanna hit. We can say a Rihanna hit. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, it's and it's. Again, I, I, it's almost top 10 at uh, Top 40 Radio. And uh, 
it's probably going to get there. Is it going to be number one? Oh, that's that's tough. It'd have to be a real slow builder. And I think I think it's probably going to end up stalling before it gets to that point. Uh, it just doesn't feel like that kind of like zeitgeist song. But it seems as a top 10 hit, yeah, it's, it's a good song, you know? So why not? What about any of the follow-up singles? Oh, man, what's the song... Is it, it's called Strangers, right? The the, the yeah song with Lauren with, from Fifth Harmony. Yeah, man, I I think oh, it's the best one she shared off the album yeah. before the album release. Yeah, I mean, least. I think it's my favorite Halsey song, period, so far. You know, because I, I listened to the, the first record a couple times back when it was out and when it first came out, and you know, I liked a couple of the songs from it. But man, this this song is. If you haven't listened to it yet, out there, I mean, like it's it's killer. In terms of top forty radio, it seems like. Some veteran divas haven't really had as much success with their latest albums as they used to. You mm-hmm. saw this with Lady Gaga. We're starting to see this with Katy Perry. I mean, even mm-hmm. Beyonce's last album didn't really get played much on Top 40 radio at all. So do you think there's sort of a space for Halsey to move into? Uh, Yeah, in the sense that it seems like Top 40 radio is being more and more open to acts like kind of like her who are younger newer who maybe aren't totally proven yet but have these enormous fan bases and you know so at the very least they can count on that um and you've seen that with a couple people i mean you've seen a a julia michaels type who comes out with like the debut single and like you know radio plays because it's a good song and halsey you know again chain smokers helped but she had a she had a fan base before that don't let anybody tell you different in oh terms yeah of, you know she, she had a whole world of tumblr that was very <laughs> devoted to her absolutely so you know so she's already got some something behind her so it makes sense to play halsey especially if it's a song that sounds kind of like where top 40 is right now and i think part of the th- maybe part of the problem with some of these um I guess legacy acts, but you know, it, it feels weird to call Katy Perry a legacy act, but you know, she's a couple albums in, I guess it kind of makes sense. They aren't necessarily doing with every single exactly what's being played at the format. You know, they're sometimes coming in here with something that's a little different and people aren't necessarily taking to that. And, uh, same with Gaga, you know, I mean, million reasons finally started to kind of catch after a while, but it was. It still didn't really sound a whole lot like what was on Top Forty Radio. It was a you know piano, piano ballad. Um, so I think Halsey hundred percent can slide in there because I feel like Top Forty is. I don't want to call it having an identity crisis, but it doesn't seem like it's necessarily beholden to like you know the greats, the giants. You know, it's not like okay, just because Katy Perry puts out a new song, we're gonna play it every hour. You know, like. There's Julia Michaels. There's all the different guys from One Direction putting out singles right now. Um, even someone like Dua Lipa, BB Rexa, someone who's not necessarily doesn't necessarily have like this vast discography yet of the hit feature singles. queens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know they're starting to get plays too. And it's I think Halsey hundred percent can slide in there. I'm not like saying that she makes the exact same music as them, but I think that you know Top Forty doesn't necessarily have that. Like, oh, we have to play the the new song from so-and-so sure. artist right now or doesn't have as many as, say, like, let, let, let's talk about Alternative Radio for a second. And, like, Green Day puts out a song. You're going to hear the Green Day song on Alternative Radio. It's just going to happen. Red Hot Chili Peppers, same way. Top 40 
doesn't necessarily have as many of those types of artists, I think, as it, as it used to. And um, and the ones that you you feel like it does have, again, Katie's not doing as well as she used to. Gaga's not doing as well as she used to. Um, where's Justin Timberlake, you know? So, like, uh, I think it's a really good time for Halsey to kind of slide in there. And, again, the, the fact that it's doing as well as it is is pretty representative of that. Yeah, trends move quickly at Top 40 Radio. It's a young person's game. What would you say is the target demographic, age-wise, for Top 40 Radio? For Top 40, you're still looking at, I think, the sort of uh, teen to maybe college age. Something, yeah, some, so something in that range, yeah. It's like if you're 25, you're maybe already on the outside of that. You might be, yeah. Yeah, unless you're like super hip or something, or you, at least you can see yourself super hip. I don't know. But uh, yeah, at that point, you might already be a little outside of what they're looking for. You know, and that's that's that even goes back to like, you know, I remember when they first started playing Justin Bieber on Top 40 and there were some people, you know, a couple years ahead of me and like from, from school who were just like, what is this? I don't get it. And like, I'm like, well, you're probably already on yeah. the way out at that point. You're old. And, you know, yeah. And like, it's like if, if you're already sitting here and like you don't understand the appeal of someone like Sean Mendez, then you're also probably on the way out. Yeah. You know, it's just it's very um yeah, the, the trends change a lot. Um, there's across a lot of formats. I mean, it's not just top 40, not just alts. There's there's so many different formats out there that, you know, what might have been huge one year suddenly is not the the thing anymore. Um, but bringing it back to Halsey, again, I think that she capitalized with Now or Never on a sound that is doing very well right now. And so it without necessarily shedding too much of who she is. You know, it doesn't, again, it doesn't feel like, you don't hear this song and think like, well, who is that? Like, it's like, okay, yeah, that's a Halsey song, sure. It's just a Halsey song that seems a little tailored for Top 40, and again, it's doing well, so, cool. Cool, yeah, more to look out for in the coming weeks. Kevin, is there anything else you want to touch on, Halsey-related? Halsey-related? No, I don't think so, just listen to Strangers. It's a great song. (laughs) So what about... Kevin Rutherford related. Shout out your Twitter handle. What sure. else have you been working on? Sure, yeah, Surflax eighty three on Twitter, and uh, you know, I'm not working on a whole lot of things right now that I can say here on this podcast. We'll know here in about a week and a half. Your, your feature on the Halsey album. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll, we'll know about that tomorrow. <laughs> well, we'll get there soon. Uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I can't talk about everything right now, but we have some really cool stuff coming down the pipe at Billboard and at some of its uh, related brands. Uh, that I've been working with, but uh, for the time being, you know, just uh, keep on listening to some new music. We got a lot of good new good stuff out lately, and I'm really stoked. And I'm gonna plug that Portugal Demand song again because I love it, <laughs> and it's coming for that number one at Alternative Radio. Just you wait. So, yeah, that's about it. Hell yeah! Well, thanks for coming on. We'll do this yeah. again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Alrighty, so before we move on to our next segment, I'm going to hit you with a little word from our sponsor. Here it is. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, we're back. Thank you so much to Kevin for coming by. Next up on this Get You Ready for the new Halsey album podcast, we got Paige Williams. Paige is a Billboards.com freelancer. She's written for us before, about Halsey once before, but she does a lot more than that, a lot more stuff beyond Billboard. She's a very accomplished YouTuber. She's really just a smart music person who's all over the internet, and she knows Halsey from way back. Here's our conversation about that. James Dean, some say he looks just like his father. Paige Williams, Paige Backstage. Hello. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. This is the first thing that you're doing on your trip to New York City. Yeah, it's been a long, it's been a long trip, but I'm excited to be here. So, what do you have planned for this trip to the city? Um, well, I've got a few friends that live here, and they all kind of work in different music media. So we're gonna go visit everybody. There's a few birthdays. I think we're gonna go to Rough Trade at some point over the weekend and meet up with some people from YouTube, which should be fun. And other than that. We are going to do some really annoying touristy stuff because I haven't seen most of the things and neither is my boyfriend. And neither have I. And I I live here. That's what I hear from everybody. But I didn't go up the CN Tower until two years ago. So I feel like it's the same thing. Yeah, totally. When you live somewhere, you just don't feel the need. So in this busy day you've had so far, have you gotten to hear the Halsey Lauren from Fifth Harmony song? Yes. We actually sat as soon as we got into the hotel room. I was like, we got to listen to this. It came out while we were in the air. Good match. I think it's it. I think her music now. I don't know if it's that it's evolved, but it takes more time for me to digest it. So instead of just hearing it once and being like, "Oh, I like this song," it just takes a few listens before it gets stuck, and then I listen on repeat for days and days. But I think I'm still in that first stage. I need to get to the next stage. Yeah, it's always kind of crazy getting into like processing new music from an artist who you love so much and whose old material is just so embedded in you. It's like, how do I deal with this new thing? Yeah, it especially, I was so attached to the Room 93 EP, and it's only a couple songs. So you get to know each of them so well, and you hear them so much because you only have so much content right. to listen to. But now it's gotten to a point where there's a pretty substantial amount of stuff, especially with features and things that she's done, that it's 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 hard to pinpoint what her sound is even because it's it's... It's changed, even with like the Chainsmokers song and the Justin Bieber song. I don't know. I feel like it's hard to pinpoint down exactly how I would describe her sound to somebody now. Does she's, that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about it? Because I, I think it's fair to say she's gotten more mainstream sounding. Yes, definitely. And more just playing the pop industry game with having, you know, having going on Justin Bieber's album, going on a big Chainsmokers song. 
And, you know, having Lauren from Fifth Harmony, uh, Quavo from the Migos on the album, you know, is she's... Is he on everything this year? Basically. How, what happened basically. there? This is a conversation we've had in Billboard meetings many times. Yeah. How did he... What about the other two Migos? He, they're not as into, like, features at this moment on their own, but the Migos, just the three of them, are still doing tons of fe- features as a unit. Yeah. Like the Katy Perry song. Yeah. It's just, it's wild, because I feel like I didn't hear about them, and then suddenly, all at once, yeah, I cannot find a song that they aren't on. They're everywhere. Yeah, so I think before we get too far ahead with Halsey, you have such a interesting backstory in working with her. Tell the people how you first got into Halsey and what the story is. Okay, I actually started listening to Halsey way back in the day, but I didn't know it was her. Back when she was on Tumblr, and she created her song about Haler, or like Harry Styles and Taylor Swift. And I didn't know that was her. It was just like somebody on Tumblr. And I was like, this song's so funny. And then eventually, when she started making her own music, I found it. I don't even remember how I found it. And then I linked it back because I saw people talking. I was like, it's the girl. That's the girl. And I ended up listening to her music all the time. And then um, I worked at Universal. So the day that she signed her record deal on the top of Oh, it was on top of one of the buildings in New York. It might have been the Empire State Building. She signed her contract. And I went into my boss's office and was like, hey, there's this girl named Halsey and I really want to work with her. And he's like, who? We're in Canada. The deal is not happening here yet. Like, give it a second and calm down. He's like, you're an assistant. What are you doing? This is not a thing that you do. And I just was super persistent for months until he finally said, okay, fine, take it. And within a few weeks, she started to climb the charts and people started to download Room 93 and Badlands got announced. And we ended up bringing her to Canada for, we did a meet and greet at one of, at HMV, rest in peace. We no longer have HMV, but um, <laughs> yeah, we had her come in and we were doing this event and she literally walked in the room, saw me and ran up and hugged me and was like, oh my God, I know you from Twitter, just from back in the day. And everybody I worked with was really freaked out. <laughs> But yeah, we ended up having the number three album in Canada when it came out. I was on a flight in Ireland, like crying on the plane. And yeah, it was a pretty crazy time for me. It was the only project that I worked while I was there, just because I was supposed to be an assistant, but I forced my way into working with her just because I felt like sometimes artists fall through the cracks, especially when people are like, ah, it's just another indie pop singer girl, same thing. We've got like 10 of those. For some reason, they get brushed off. That's a whole other topic. But I just felt like she needed somebody that was actually on her side working on her project. So I was just as persistent as I could be until they finally caved. And then, yeah, I she hasn't I have not seen her in a while, but I did see her once. And she was like, what are you doing out here? And I was like, I don't know. I was just kind of like walking down the street by the venue. And that was the last I've seen her. That's That's, my story. (laughs) That's an incredible story because I think a lot of people now that she's gotten so big forget about the fact that before she was Halsey the singer she was big in the Tumblr Twitter world she was and huge. you were one of those people who was into her early yeah and I feel like she was just actually tweeting earlier this week about how she was saying there are literally thousands of fans that she recognizes through talking to them and they've told her stories about things or she's seen them tweet like she she actually does remember the people that she's seen online like when she says that she's not being fake to be like yeah I love you all I actually know you she she actually does know all these people that she sees on t- on Twitter it's kind of impressive 
And how did you first happen upon this song? Um, Ghost? I or not? No, not Ghost. The, oh, that the, the Harry Styles song. Somebody just reblogged it onto my dashboard. Huh. It just appeared because I was within. I was obviously a One Direction fangirl. I'm I'm into boy bands. That was my thing. So whenever anything happened with One Direction, it was a given that it would eventually end up on my dash. So it just appeared one day. What takes do you have on Larry? Um, well, actually, my grandparents are named Lou and Harry. So <laughs> I would just like to say that they are the original Larry. And I just, I don't know. I feel like they can do whatever they want. And I don't have an opinion on it. <laughs> okay. I just I a feel like too many people try to take. too many people try to like force it on them and I don't know if it's real or not but I don't want to break them up if they are together just because of what's in my head like no need to make everybody else miserable I used to sit next to someone at Billboard shout out to Aaron Strecker if you're listening who was also a big One Direction fan who taught me all about Larry oh wow so I know the story yes well there was like there was ship names for everybody. But that was the most prominent. Oh one. yes, yeah. Oh yeah. yes, Larry Stylinson. That was very important. <laughs> Just want what's best for them. You know, if Sign of the Times is about is about Louis Louis, then you know. Oh man, there was a time in Canada on Much Music where the host called him Louis, and the internet. Am I gonna tore get attacked? Should I one. edit that out? Well, no, because you said Louis, so it's okay. Like you knew his name was Louis. You said Louis multiple times. <laughs> But she was like, Lewis, how are you? And the whole internet was like, it is time to fight that girl. It was scary. And I always hope that I will never be the target of something like that. Because it was terrifying. Do you think it's kind of scary for Halsey, in a way, to have such a massive fan base and have all these people who are so invested in her? Yes, I would be terrified. I look all the time and I just feel like I have no idea what has set her apart from other people that makes people see what she says and just decide to attack her no matter what she says. It just... I don't understand how she got herself into this position where every single word that comes out of her mouth, somebody's going to take issue with it and attack her, despite it just being like, hey, I had pizza for lunch. And they'll be like, you eat cheese, you're a monster. Like, how dare you? And she can't win. And it's not just like a couple people doing it. It's thousands of people all the time. I just shut down my Twitter account. Yeah, she's fallen into a weird space with internet culture where, on the one side, she has the, like, the massive fan army, but there's also just a bunch of haters who, for some reason, have landed on her as sort of like a punching bag for just whenever they want to make a certain joke. It's just like a go-to person. Oh, Halsey, where's the humor with this? Exactly. I, I, I feel like it's just something that happens a lot. Like Even people used to pick on Gaga for everything she did, but I feel like... The thing is that each of them is trying to create art. Like, it's not just music. They have the whole aesthetic that goes around it and the outfits and the colors and the the whole live show, everything. It's like a full, immersive experience. And for some reason, people seem to... I don't know. They seem to attack those people more. She puts herself out there. She's yeah. very earnest and she shares a lot. Well, she also... I feel like a lot of people do it for the attention because she is so invested in calling out these people that are rude to her. Like the needle drop last week went in on her, and it well, just fuck like that guy. yeah. Well, she quote tweeted There's him. There's many and suddenly, reasons why that guy's trash, but yes, yeah. But the thing is, it got him attention, and then you see everybody else that has a problem with her going, "Hey, you know what? If I start tweeting hate about Halsey right now, maybe she'll do the same for me right now, and I'll get followers too." 
And it's like, do you really want to build your platform off of something so negative as just like tearing down somebody who's doing what they love? It's not like she's doing it in a way that's hurtful to other people. I don't know. I'm sure like she has her flaws. I'm not going to say Halsey's a perfect person. Nobody is. But I feel like we have a lot bigger fish to fry. So what do you think about that Hopeless Fountain Kingdom tour? I am so excited. I, okay. Here is my personal dilemma at the moment. Harry Styles and Halsey are playing Toronto on the same day. And I was like, I don't even know. Do I buy tickets to both and try to catch half of each? What do I do? So I couldn't get tickets to Harry's show. And I was heartbroken. And then I was like, okay, if I don't get tickets to Halsey's show, that's it. I'm leaving the music industry. I'm crawling in a hole in the woods. I'm never coming out. But I got 15th row floor seats, and I'm feeling really good about it. Um, I know somebody that actually got one of those on-the-stage tickets, and I am dying to see what happens. Apparently, they're going to be, like, part of the show. I have no idea what that means, but I can't wait to find out. Part of the ensemble. Do you think they're going to sing, like, Backing vocals on New Americana? Oh, my God. Or even on, you know, in Castle when they do that almost like choir voice yeah. before the chorus. What if they have to do that? Do you think she trains them ahead of time? She I makes them all come in that. for practice? She I sets honestly, up a secret Tumblr where they all coordinate? I would not be surprised. <laughs> Everything she does is such like a secret, oh, I think you saw the day that I went downtown Toronto because I thought they were playing her new song. There was nothing there. I yeah. traveled around the city for like four hours and there was nothing Looking there. Looking for everything that's colored yellow or everything with a B on it. It was awful and it was raining and my umbrella broke and I fell down a flight of stairs and nobody helped me. <laughs> and I was like, guys, I used to work here. Why couldn't somebody just tip me off and be like, go home? But somebody literally said, go right now. So I went and I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have listened. <laughs> it was a mistake. <laughs> oh God, I wasted my whole day off. <laughs> Yeah, I always, I have so many questions. Like, if I ever had the chance to sit down with her and just, like, ask her all my questions, that'd be so cool. But, like... What are the questions? She always talks about how she lived in, like, a Friday Night Lights town. But she wasn't into that, and she used to take the money she would have spent to, like, you know, go to football games and go out for diner food or whatever. I don't know. I'm basing this off of Riverdale. I didn't live in a Friday Night Lights town. <laughs> but she was like, yeah, I used to fill up a tank of gas and just drive around, or I'd go to Brooklyn. But, like, I feel like back in the day, back when I first found her, I thought she was a cheerleader. So I'm like, I, I just, I need to know the, the chronological timeline of her life. I need to know how we got here. I just want to know how we got here. Well, I actually know a lot about Clark, New Jersey, where she was born and raised. Well, oh my God. My my dad was born there, and my grandparents lived there, and I would always visit them when I was a little kid, so I spent a lot of time in Clark. I know about the, the football culture. I know about the football field. I know about Arthur L. Johnson High School. Oh, my God. So I can maybe half answer some of these questions. I feel like I'm on Nardwar right now. And he's just pulling out facts right. from way back. <laughs> he's going to oh reach into all my, my, like, start giving you gifts like Narbor does. I hear you like the blue Well, here, here's like a white label of the Room 93 EP just oh for you. <laughs> That'd be so wild. I just, I feel like I have so many questions and it would be so cool to just sit down. Like, you know when people are like, 
if you could invite five people living or dead to have dinner with, I would just invite Halsey. I'd be like, I have so many questions, but I wouldn't know them until she started talking. Then I'd be like, no, 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 go back. <laughs> what, what, what was that? She's just, I feel like she's so interesting. And so many people think it's just like her being edgy and like making up a story. And to be fair, a lot of times when she gives interviews, I'm like, those stories don't match up anymore. Because as we know, I know far too much and I delve far too deep into information. And when I look, I'm like, that doesn't line up with your previous story from 2014 when you said this to this outlet. But it's also just hard to remember yeah. back 10 years ago. Like, I don't remember a lot of that shit. I know. But that's the thing is I just want to ask her and be like, lay out a timeline for me. I need to ex- I need to understand how all these pieces fit together. But yeah, her story makes me think of when I was living with my parents and commuting in on the trains to like intern in the city and then just like walk around Brooklyn. Yeah. So there's, it's like, I get you, Halsey. I get you. Yeah. Well, definitely if you've, you've kind of lived that same sort of, well, I mean, We're both pop punk kids. Like her favorite thing was Panic at the Disco when she was a kid. I know. I feel like that's the thing too, is it's like, that's obviously why she became so popular on Tumblr was because she was like everybody else on Tumblr. Like she had the same interests as them, but she offered a little bit something different instead of just being like an aesthetic blogger or whatever. She had music that she posted, so it gave her that edge of having an audience. But she liked the same things as everybody else, which made her relatable. But it wasn't like she was being relatable to be relatable. It's just she likes Panic at the Disco. She likes Fall Out Boy. She likes, she likes the same things as everybody else. She's, she's young. She's just, yeah. it's just, I don't know. I feel like I get lost sometimes in the fact that so many people have like a vendetta against her and it just bothers me so much. I feel like I just get lost thinking about why, why? (laughs) Yeah. Do you think some of it has to do with the fact that she came up as someone who was into like alt rock and was, you know, was into more alternative culture and she just makes music that sounds just more like top 40 now? Honestly, I think a lot of it laid its groundwork in the early days. Back when she was, I don't want to say back when as if she's not anymore. But back when she started talking about like five seconds of summer and she was friends with Ashton Irwin and everybody's like, get away from him. And he wore her band merch on stage. Wait, they were the kids thought five sauce was too mainstream for her. Well, no, they were, they thought that she was like mooching off of him because oh, this was back okay. before Room 93 came out. Okay. So they were like, what are you doing with him? Back off. And it was wild. I think that might have been around the time when I re-found her. Because I was like, what is everybody mad about? Because I was working, I was at Universal, so I was working with Five Sauce as well. So I was kind of like, what is this fighting? What is everybody mad about? And I think that's when I kind of rediscovered her as Halsey instead of Ashley. Things are, it sounds like things are very positive between you and Halsey. I think so. Or do, would you, if you met her, would you call her Ashley or Halsey? I don't. I don't know. I asked before she came to town. I was like, does she want people to call her Ashley or what does what is her preference? And they're kind of like, I don't know. (laughs) So I don't even know if I ever actually referred to her by either of them. I think I just said hello and bypassed the whole issue entirely. We actually there was this horrible, horrible moment when she was there not to do with her, but all of her friends in the green room. I was working, so I got sent to go get somebody water. So I run into the green room. All her friends are there, including, like, Curtis Connor, the Vine guy, and his girlfriend, and, like, all these other people that were their friends. And one of them was like, oh, hey, nice hair. It was some color at the time. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then somebody else was like, oh, my God, I was just going to say nice hair. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. And then in turn, every single person in the room went, hey, excuse me, nice hair. 
hello, nice hair. And they harassed me for the rest of the day. <laughs> and I was like, I'm working and I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> and like months later, Curtis posted that he was going to be somewhere I was going. And my friend tagged me and was like, hey, you think he's going to ask you about your hair? And I was like, if he does, I will actually burst into tears. And he sent me a private message apologizing. <laughs> it was it was just, I was like, how did this happen to me? Like, how did I get to this point where I was like, I was just supposed to be here working. Now Curtis Connor has to publicly like apologize to me for complimenting my hair essentially it's just a very odd situation yeah so to wrap up the halsey segment any other halsey related product you should shout out the even though it's a little bit old now shout out the article you did for billboard and anything else you have coming up and your socials too ah yes um i wrote an article for billboard a couple months ago just kind of decoding all the different secrets about hopeless fountain kingdom i'm sure a lot of stuff has kind of become more apparent since then but I did my best with the information that was available to me there's she's really digging in deep just like hiding things even even the artwork for the hopeless fountain kingdom posters is from a billboard in the background of the Romeo and Juliet movie how her details are incredible but anyways if you want to try to figure out more about that before the album comes out or once it's out whenever you want to figure out more about that it is there to help you and guide you. Um, and if you ever want to talk to me about it, I'm page backstage pretty much everywhere, and I'm always down to talk about Halsey. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. We are the new Americana. Yo, thanks so much to Paige for coming by. I'm gonna shout out her stuff one more time. She's at Paige Backstage on pretty much every online social media thing. She's Paige Backstage on YouTube. She does tons of videos there, fun giveaways. Just a very smart, all-around music person who's into a lot of the same stuff as me. So follow Paige. Uh, If you're listening to this podcast, there's probably a good chance already that you're very familiar with her. If not, there she is. Yeah, Halsey, we got something in common, but I'm rooting for her. And this was a lot of fun to do, this podcast. So check back future weeks. I'm sure we'll have other Halsey updates to give you about how the album sells, about how the singles are doing. She's big in our world. So to keep up with all that, get the podcast every week. You should totally subscribe. Search for hashtag alternative facts in iTunes or on the podcast app of your phone. Get it every week. Recently, we had chats like this one about whether or not My Chemical Romance will ever get back together. I think what they should do is wait like five or seven years and then headline Coachella. (laughs) I'm serious. And then last week I had Chris Bayo from Vampire Weekend on talking about the future of that band. And uh, Ezra posted it to Instagram. So I wouldn't be putting out this record if the Vampire Weekend record were imminent, but it's definitely coming Yeah, those are just a couple of the conversations I've had with interesting people on this podcast. So yeah, subscribe, get it every week. We'll be back next Thursday. Also, your feedback means so much to me because doing podcasts is kind of weird because there's not really like a comment section or a place where you can hear back from people right away. So I totally appreciate all the comments you guys send me. Keep them coming, along with a star rating. Just any kind of feedback helps so much in iTunes. Or to get me more directly, hit me up on Twitter. It's at plane. That's my handle. Or just search C-H-R-I-S-P-A-Y-N-E. I'm the first name that comes up if you search for me on Twitter. 
Follow me. Uh, keep up with the podcast. Tweet at me what you think of the show. I always tweet back. So yeah, until next Thursday when it's a new episode. Take care. I'll talk to you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.